I think I'm going to read the Coral Reef in Charlotte's Web. In the cool of the evening, when shadows darkened in the fairgrounds, Templeton crept from the crate and looked around. Wilbur lay asleep in the straw. Charlie was building a web. Templeton's keen nose detected many fine smells in the air. The rat was hungry and thirsty. He decided to go exploring without saying anything to anybody. He started off. Bring me back a world. A word. A word, Charlotte called after him. I shall be writing tonight for the last time. The rat mumbled something to himself and despaired into the shadows. He did not like being treated like a messenger boy. After the heat of the day, the evening came as a welcome relief to all. The Ferris wheel was lightened now. It went round and round in the sky and seemed twice as high as by day. There were lights on the midway and you could hear a crackle of a gambling machine and music of the merry-go-round and the voice of the man in the piano booth calling numbers. The children felt refreshed after their nap. Fern met their friend Henry Fussy, and they invited her to ride with him in the Ferris wheel. He even brought a ticket for her, so it didn't cost her anything. When Mrs. Arable happened to look up into the sky and saw her little daughter sitting with Henry Fussy and going higher and higher into the air and saw how happy Fern looked. She just shook her head. My, my, she said. Henry Fussy, think of that. Templeton kept out of sight in the tall grass behind the cattle barn. He found a folded newspaper. Inside it were leftovers from somebody's lunch. A devilled ham sandwich. The piece of Swiss cheese, part of a hard-boiled 
it and uh, the core of a wormy apple. The rat crawled in and ate everything. Then he tore the word out of the paper, rolled it up, and started back to Wilbridge Pen. Charlotte had to have almost finished when Templeton returned, carrying a newspaper clipping. She had left the space in the middle of the way. At the hour, no one, no people were around Pigpen. So the rat and the spider and the pig were by themselves. I hope you brought a good one, Charlotte said. It is the last word I shall ever write. Here, Templeton, unrolling the paper. Here, said Templeton, unrolling the paper. What does it say? asked Charlotte. You'll have to read it for me. It says humble, replied the rat. Humble, said Charlotte. Humble has two meanings. It means not proud. It means near the ground. That's Wilbur's all over. He is not proud and he is not near the ground. Well, I hope you're satisfied, sneered the rat. I'm not going to spend all my time fetching and carrying. I came to this fair to enjoy myself, not to deliver papers. You've been very helpful, Charlotte said. Run along if you want to see more of the fit. The rat grunted. I'm going to make a night of it, he said. The old chief was right. This fair is a rat's paradise. What eating and what drinking and everywhere good hiding, the good hunting. Bye-bye, my humble Wilbur. There three well. Charlotte, you old streamer. This will be a night to remember in a rat's life. She vanished into the shadows. Charlotte went back to her work. It was quite dark now in the distance. Fireworks began going off, rockets scattering fairy balls in the sky. By the time they, the air balls and the zirconians and lurgy returned from the grandstand, Charlotte had finished her web. The word humble was woven neatly in the center. Nobody noticed 
in the darkness. Everybody was tired and happy. Fern and Avery climbed into the truck and lay down. They pulled the Indian blanket over them. Larvy gave Rover a crumpled fish straw. Mr. Arable patted him. Time for us to go home, he said to the pig. See you tomorrow. The grown-ups climbed slowly into the truck, and Rover heard the engine start, and then heard the truck moving away in low speed. He would have left lonely to homesick, homesick. He felt lonely and homesick, and Charlotte not being able. He never felt lonely when the when she was near. In the distance, he could still hear the music of a merry-go-round. The merry-go-round. As he was dropping off to sleep, he spoke to Charlotte, "Sing me that song again about dung and the dark." He begged, "Not tonight." She said in a low voice, "I'm too tired." The voice didn't seem to come from her way. "Where are you?" asked Rover. "I can't see you. Are you in on your way?" "I'm back here," she answered. "Up in this back corner." "Why aren't you on your way?" asked Rover. You almost never leave your way. I've left it tonight, she said. Wilbur closed his eyes. Charlotte, he said after a while. Do you really think Zuckerman will let me live and not kill me when he could? There. Said, after a while, do you really think it's and not kill me when the cold weather comes? Do you really think so? Of course," said Charles. "You are a famous pig, and you are a pig, a good pig. Tomorrow you will probably win a prize." The whole world will hear about you. Zuckerman will be proud and happy to 
own such a pig. You have nothing to fear, Wilbur. Nothing to worry about. Maybe you'll live forever. Who knows? And now go to sleep. For a while there was no sound. Then Wilbur's voice. What are you doing up there, child? Oh, making something. She said, making something is usual. Is it something for me? Asked Wilbur. No, said Charlotte. Is it something for me? For a change? Please tell me what it is, begged Wilbur. I'll tell you in the morning, she said. When the first light comes into the sky and the sparrows steer, and the cows rattle their chains when the rooster crowds and the stairs fade stars fade when the early cars whisper along the highway you woke up here and I'll show you something. I will show you my masterpiece. Before she finished the sentence, Wilbur was asleep. She could tell by the sound of his breathing that he was sleeping peacefully, deep in the straw. Miles away at the arable's house, the men sat in the kitchen table eating a dish of canned peaches and talking over events of the day. You pisters, Avery, has already in bed and asleep. Mrs. Arable was tucking Fernie to bed. Did you have a good time at the fair? She asked at she asked as she kissed her daughter. Fern nodded. I had the best time I've I have ever had anywhere or any time in all my life, in all of my whole life. Well, said Miss Zerbo, isn't that nice? Charlotte was making her exit. Exit. The exit. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Did you stop it? Nope. Did you record?